Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Shape Podcast, where we focus on your spiritual fitness, or what we like to call our energetic self-care. We're sisters, and we are the co-founders of Soul Shape, a quantum wellness app designed to make it easier and accessible to find healing practitioners in the energy healing world. We want to have soulful conversations about spirituality and wellness, and whether you are dabbling or taking a deep dive into energy healing, we want to introduce modalities and healing practitioner, healing practitioners to you one by one. Um, so it's time to get into Soul Shape. My name is LJ Woodard, and this is my sister, Leslie Bennett. And what are we talking about today, Leslie? We're talking about Reiki. Did I get Reiki. that right? You did. I have a yes. tendency to call it Reiki. So we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. How does... know, it's tomato, tomato in my mind, but there are those that say, no, it's Reiki. Yes, Reiki. Key. Reiki. Reiki. And with us so that's as a, a Reiki practitioner. Oh, introduce her. Yeah, I'm going to introduce her. as a, She's a Reiki practitioner on the Soul Shape app. So you can find her and book a service with her. And Danny is also a yoga instructor. You do a lot of different things. Danny's journey to self-healing came through her own struggles with digestion issues. So we can talk about that. She began <laughs> eliminating toxins from her food intake and transitioned to a plant-based diet and the power of the brain and body connection. And through yoga, she was able to recognize the untreated untreated anxiety and depression and use mindfulness to balance the mind and body. The self-compassion that she learned in yoga led her to Reiki. So this is the method of energy healing we're going to discuss soon. And on this new path, she awakened her dharma, life's purpose. I love that, which is to help people come back to themselves and discover their inner peace. Danny holds the space for others with love and compassion because she herself has experienced feeling discomfort in the mind and body. Welcome, Danny, to the Soul Shape Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So why don't we just start off, why don't you explain in your words what Reiki is and how it works? So for Reiki, um, the simplest term that I can put it is that it's universal love. So, um, or for others, it could be energetic healing. Um, it is used to heal the body energetically or physically. There's a lot of you know, like amazing different properties and stuff like that. Me personally, when I give someone a Reiki session, depending on how open they are to the service and the experience, I'm also able to tap into their past lives. Sometimes I can see physical wounds that they need to work on or past traumas that they also need more attention to, to heal within themselves. And when you say see, how, how do you see? Like, how does that translate to you? Yeah, so... Like, I would think, oh, you're seeing dead people in the room? <laughs> or or is it more of a, a soul sense, if you will? Um, It's a lot of different things. So um, uh, each person is unique and different in their own, uh, um, like, service to me. So sometimes I see visions. Sometimes I hear things. Or I smell things. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just a knowing that I have. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on the person. Love all that. So you found Reiki through through yoga. Yoga was like the yes. first, like the launching pad. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when I was at UNCW, so the University of Wilmington, North Carolina, I was taking the yoga minor. And there's only two um, universities in the country that offer it, which is crazy. Let's just stop for a yoga minor. <laughs> Who doesn't Where love, was I love this that. when I was in college? <laughs> that is so cool. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so I earned my 200-hour uh, certification through UNCW. To be honest, that's the best way to do it. Oh, absolutely. I would, yeah. so, gosh, because I still want to get my certification for yoga, because, mm -hmm. but gosh, you could do it during your university days. 
Yeah, it was 20 credit hours. It was amazing. Awesome. I loved it. Um, but yeah, so the person who was teaching the class, I won't mention her name just out of respect because I didn't get her permission. <laughs> um, but the person who um, was teaching me yoga in at UNCW um, was sensing the blockages that I was having. And being at UNCW, I experienced a lot of panic attacks and stuff, which later mm-hmm. I discovered it was because I was in a new environment. So my body was mm-hmm. like reacting to mm-hmm. it, even mm-hmm. though I didn't understand why. Mm-hmm. And then so she was like, I want to help you. So let me give you a quick Reiki session. And I was like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> I was like, that sounds you're so You're going to wave your hands around and you're going to do something? What? She was what, like, what were you expecting? What did you what, think? What? I honestly, at this point, I was like, I don't care what it is. I'm mm-hmm. open to it. And the more open you are to anything healing wise, the more you're going to get out of it. So for That's me, I was just open to the experience. And it was this amazing sensation. And I was like, what is that? And it was um, it was only about like five minutes, but I felt like this energy being um, compacted where my stomach region is, and then it raised up and it got really hot, and then it came back towards me, and then it dissipated away, and it was like the cra- the craziest thing, and I was like, what was that? And she was like, girl. You got some weird stuff up in there. And I was like, <laughs> you're not lying. Yeah. Oh, my God. And um, so I learned a little bit more after the fact. And then later on, um, as I graduated college and stuff, I was like, are you teaching this? And she was like, I'm not at that level, but I know um, who is teaching it. So there I met my um, Reiki mentor. Mm-hmm. And so I took, um, and then later on that year, I took level one and level two. Mm-hmm. And then recently, um, a month ago, I got my Reiki master's. So we are sitting with a Reiki master. Yes. A Reiki master. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's it's so funny when everyone's like, I wanted to know if you, where you had, you, had you ever heard about it before? Because, I mean, the only <laughs> thing I ever heard of Reiki before, Leslie, do you remember that movie with Michael Keaton and Nicole Kidman called My Life? No. For you movie buffs out there, you don't remember it? And he had some kind of disease, and they weren't able to heal it or figure it out, and they were trying everything, and they went into, like, L.A., downtown L.A., and he did the this, you know, the, like the... We, I'm, for you listeners out there, I'm doing the Reiki movement, but it, it, it was Reiki, and he was... A, it's from Japan, correct? Yes, it is a Japanese practice. And so, yes, he mm-hmm. was a Japanese medicine man, and I just remember that's when I heard about it. That's, like, 30 years ago, but, I mean... That's, that was the only time, the yeah. only time. So that's interesting to me. My sister's looking at me with <laughs> eyes. So this is the sister part of the episode where my sister goes, do I know you? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, we have this, this like nonverbal communication between the two of us. That's kind of funny. Um, I want to also sort of, well, there's two questions that I have in my mind. Because mm-hmm. um, I know... Or I don't understand, I guess I should say. Um, I've heard of Holy Fire Reiki. Mm-hmm. Is there different, I want to, denominations is the word that comes to mind, but that's probably not right. Um, is there different practices of, of Reiki? Yes. Yeah, so each practitioner has their own practice of, mm-hmm. how, they, of how they do it. Um, as far as um, Holy Fire Reiki, um, I'm not too familiar with that one. Um, I do... I think there, I believe there is a practitioner on Soul Shape app that does the, that does that. Oh, if I, 
Yeah, so there's our different practice. So mm-hmm. if someone was a consumer, is it important for me to know how, who you trained by or what their name of the Reiki, um, I don't know, what's a good word? Is it denomination? Is it Reiki practice? It's kind of Style. like, or, or yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like physicians and like you go to the ear doctor, or you go to the, they're all doctors, right? right. So you're, like all Reiki, you're all Reiki practitioners. Mm-hmm. Does it matter, you think? I honestly, with any type of practitioner or healer, I think, um, in my personal opinion, just reading someone's profile and just feeling a deep sense if that's someone you want to, you feel called to go to. And we do talk about that. It's resonance, right? It's resonance. Like all of a sudden you get those butterflies or you get this knowing or you get this excitement. Right. Whatever it is. I'm like, oh my God, I got to work with Danny. Yeah. She's like, she gets gets me. Yeah. And for me, my practice is very personal. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to make all of my clients feel at home and safe in the environment that I share with them. It's a whole experience. Um, I always book out to um, like 90 minutes for my clients because I want, I don't want to rush the process. Yeah. It, um, depending on the person, it may take a short amount of time. It may take a longer period of time, but whatever it is, I do not want to rush it mm-hmm. because some people just need what they need. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Were you going to ask something? No, no, no. <laughs> There's a lot of things I'm, I'm like vibing with, you yeah. know, um, you know, cause we've, we talked about in an earlier episode, you know, in, in how to pick a practitioner on soul shape. And we did talk about you know, getting that residence. But mm-hmm. we also talked about, you know, the person you choose, you're going to be at your most vulnerable with because there is Absolutely. no masks with energy healers, really. Yeah. Right? The good- we can see through it. We may not acknowledge that we know what you are not sharing mm-hmm. us because we respect that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you were going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, when it comes to Reiki, the most important thing is consent. So the, um, the client has to consent to the practitioner. And with that, that is um, being vulnerable. Now, I have had cases where people say they want a Reiki sessions, but their soul is like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like totally skeptic mm-hmm. and like watching mm-hmm. me and very cautious during the whole thing. Um, but consent plays a huge part into it because you are super vulnerable and there are a lot of traumatic things that can come up. And for me, and I know a couple other practitioners, we take notes, but it's up to the client if you want to discuss what came up or not. Talk about the actual process. So if someone, you know, is just completely new to this, mm-hmm. this modality, it's been around forever. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and so it's not a new thing, but it's it's an energy. You're not you're not ever touching the person, right? Yes and no. Yes and okay. It depends. Um, so the first thing that we do is um, the is making sure that the space is energetically cleansed, and then um, you know you're talking to your client, things like that. But once they're on the massage table, or you can even do Reiki long distance. And whenever each person is ready, um, you open up the chakras because that's what we're working through, the seven chakras in the body. And um, then after that, we go through each one, bringing them back to balance and taking notes if we choose. And then we close the chakras and then we um, gently bring the client out of the session. And then we um, talk to them if they want to. 
and then we're able to um you know cleanse the space afterwards because it's super important to cleanse before and after each session mm-hmm. is it more about what you're sensing and feeling and is that and then talking to your not the word patient, your person, <laughs> but <laughs> afterwards and sharing what you discovered. It's not like this. I mean, I'm going to get all <laughs> theatrical again. Like you're, it looks like something that's like demon be gone type thing. You know, <laughs> it looks like something when you're over someone and like, you know, pulling something out. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's like a theatrical sense, but I mean, I've done it before and it's, it's amazing that energy mm-hmm. and how you can feel things, even like Leslie will dabble in it with me. And it's, I mean, she's always trying to remove things from my throat and things where she sees, like, stress or tension. Um, Is it, I mean, what, in the practice, what is more significant? Is it the discussion afterwards or, like, during? I think the whole process Mm -hmm. is significant. Like you were saying with the hovering of the hands and stuff of demonic beings. (laughs) (laughs) It's Um, not. Robin, you ever had it done? No. All jokes aside, but um, I had to say it. Sorry. The hovering of the hands, um, you're feeling the energy. Sometimes if you feel like you need to, um, if you feel like you're not getting a clear reading, then you gently push, put your hands there. Mm-hmm. Um, the As you know, like the root chakra is around like the scrotum area. So practitioners will access it through the feet. So you... So you're not hovering over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's more appropriate. And then for some people, they don't want to be touched at all in certain Mm -hmm. places. So it's always good to ask beforehand, where would you, is there any places you don't want to be touched? Um, Just in case if someone has to. Like you said, consent, being open. Yes. Okay. And I want to build on something you said. I mean. (laughs) Which part? The demon There's actually two things. (laughs) Sorry. Just like to be dramatic. I know I do. have fun or we were told we for can those have fun. listening laura jean just did a dramatic sort of wave to the audience it's so funny <laughs> and that's my real name laura jean anyway um now you got me I'm sorry topic anyway You're okay there's back. two things one is you talked about consent and and the inner the skeptic you know that skeptic to me you know it, while healthy um can also block yeah yes it can block um so for each, that's why it's almost important to get like a monthly Reiki session. Um, if people want to do it more frequently, they can, but mm-hmm. it's up to what feels best for the client. Um, I, for me, I think monthly is good because each session will bring up something new. And the more you do it, the more you become open to it if you are skeptic of the whole process. Yeah, which lends me to the other thing. Mm-hmm. While Laura Jean is very dramatic with Demon Be Gone... <laughs> Do you really need to know what you're releasing? I mean, because I know we have a tendency like, well, what was that? Did I release my, you know, inner child trauma? Did I release, you know, a past life phobia? You know, do I really need to know? And and do you attempt to communicate that to you? Do you, do you, what do you do when you feel a block? Because sometimes it's just a block. Yeah, for example, um, I've done a a crown, a crown and third eye cleansing for someone, and in that, in those two chakras, there was a lot of like, um, like inner demons that were going mm-hmm. on and stuff. And so through um, through my Reiki, I brought in a lot of love and a lot of pure, authentic light mm-hmm. to remove that. Um, I myself am only a guide, 
So it's up to you to maintain that. And that's why like practitioners are here to help maintain that. Um, there's a lot of power and beauty in your own intentions and things like that. But I can tell you what to do and how to, you know, um, keep these things at bay or keep them gone. But it's up to you to, ma- to maintain that. Energetic self-care. Exactly. <laughs> um, so when we started this conversation, you talked about um, universal love. Yes. How does that work in your practice? So um, with Reiki, we ground from the solar plexus, which is right uh, underneath the rib cage here, going all the way down. <laughs> yeah, I was just like cupping my own ribs here. <laughs> and yet, so um, we're working and grounding through the solar plexus, which is right underneath the ribs, above the belly button, all the way down into the sacral and the root chakra, grounding in the feet. So we're pulling from energetic light and um, universal love from our heart chakra, through our crown. So, and our heart chakra is also access into our arms and in our hands, which is, you know, why you see the hovering of the hands here. And so I'm pulling energy through that to give to the client. And they're giving the energy to me so I can transform it into light and love. God. Do you ever feel drained? Because that's a lot of energy flowing through you yes. for, and for you. Yes. As a practitioner, you have to take care of yourself during this. And what do you do? Um, I do a lot of um, being in nature is my biggest um, mm, grounding. Yeah. So I like to walk barefoot um, over at Holly Burton Park a lot. And so that's where I like to be grounded and stuff and nice. or taking myself by by like water and just taking time away from my phone to just really sit in nature And because, like, whatever I got going on, I know that I can give it to Mother Earth so she can recycle it into whatever she wants to. Now, you also, I notice on our app, you also offer other services like oracle readings, crystal. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you implement? Does that come hand in hand with Reiki or is it something totally separate or do you allow the two to complement each other? Yeah, so I like to incorporate it into my Reiki practice if someone wants that or not. So typically what I do um, is that after I've done my little introduction and explaining the whole process, I'll use one of my sound bowls to get them nice and grounded through breath work so they feel more relaxed and open to receiving. There is nothing like a sound bath, I tell you. <laughs> it's it is so just nice. like, it's the best. Yeah. It's like adult lullaby music for me. I mean, the minute a yoga teacher does, she, if she pulls out those sound bowls, I'm like, oh, God, this is like, this is... Uh, Makes for a nicer oh shavasana, gosh, right? Thank you so much. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> I do. I love it. <laughs> Rob, have you had a sound bath? No. Gosh. It's really nice. Signal fire media. Okay, sound bath, Reiki. Okay, yeah. we're adding the list. And then um, during my Reiki practice, sometimes I have crystals prepared to the side. And if I feel like uh, they need a crystal, um, I'll place it on one of the chakras. And it'll sit there for either the remaining of the session or temporarily while I'm currently working on that chakra. And then afterwards, um, I have oracle cards ready for them to choose through if Mm -hmm. they would like. And sometimes I have little tea quotes if they want to take them home with them Mm -hmm. uh, just to make it a little bit more personal. And uh, most of the time, actually all the time, I'm not trying to brag. Every day. <laughs> but oh, every- <laughs> brag away. 
But um, the Oracle... Brace your power, girl. (laughs) Right? Um, But a lot of the times, all the time, the Oracle cards resonate with the Reiki session that they just had. the magic that happens. the magic. the magic. And it's just a little extra confirmation that this is what they needed to hear. Yeah. You know, we crave that validation, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because that's like the... I know when the... The first time I saw energy healing in practice, I, I you thought it was crazy. I, w- I did. I <laughs> I went. Does, it, looks it was six months after my husband died, and I went. I needed to get out of town because it was Christmas time, mm-hmm. and you'd go to the mall and you'd see mothers and daughters, or you'd see just things that would trigger me. Just I just had to get away. So um, Deborah King was doing uh, a well-known energy healer. She was doing a a thing at the at a at L.A., right at the airport, a hotel in the airport. Mm-hmm. And she would go on the platform stage, and I don't think it was Reiki, but energy healing, and she would just rub her hands over people. And I thought that was like, what? You know, mm-hmm. what is this? And until it wasn't until there was one person that ended up on the platform, and all of a sudden you could feel a temperature drop. Yeah. Because this person was carrying, like, this disease, because the only reason she knew love was through being ill. Mm. People loved her because when she was ill, she got attention. And so that created an energy block with her. And and Deborah and her um, trainees were on stage, and they pulled something out from her throat, and half the room started gagging. And you could just feel, you could just feel it. It was, yeah. and that's when I became a believer. So when someone gets a validation, whether it's from a personal experience, those subtle shifts, right? Mm-hmm. When you had your first experience, you could feel a temperature shift. You could feel, yes. you know, something going on, but you couldn't explain it, right? Yeah, it's really difficult sometimes yeah. to explain. So, so that's why I always talk about when someone does energy work, it's all about those subtle shifts. And you're questioning it. Did that really happen? You know, did I really, did my body just go up? Did I really experience like that gagging sensation? You know, you question it. But if you could get something that has a card that says, you know, you picked this card. Yeah. You're in alignment with what just happened. And so I'm curious just because I know from my own experience, I questioned it for days afterwards. Like, did that really happen? Mm -hmm. Is this, is this what energy work is? And that hooked me for more experiences. And so... How have you? How have your clients given you feedback in that? That was a really long question. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and back to Danny, Danny Reeves. And Danny, let's talk about you. <laughs> but that was Not a good story, Leslie. I, it's a good story. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good one to share. And before we get into your question, I want to go into that story and just say how important it is to um, protect your own energy. If you were able to feel that person's um choking in their throat chakra mm-hmm. and all the people that were gagging it's super important to make sure that you are energetically Good keeping point. yourself protected from absorbing other people's energy yeah any advice on how to do that yeah. <laughs> um well of course there's crystals um sometimes there's uh, things that you can do like <laughs> black tourmaline <laughs> black obsidian is really good a lot so. of the times it's also just your own intention being like mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. with your own intention, you might even have to reset it every um, 
Uh, maybe a couple times throughout the day, but you can just be, I'm putting up my little force field bubble. Your human shield. Your human shield. I think mothers do that naturally. It's kind of like, you know, when there's a storm where it's, it looks kind of hairy. You're like, don't worry, we're fine. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like <laughs> that shield just comes naturally for some. Yeah, sometimes it does, which is great. But it's, a, it's really important to r- remind yourself to keep up that shield. And sometimes tuning in and listening to your own intuition and asking yourself, is this my energy? Because mm, uh, sometimes um, we can be feeling anxieties or other things that we haven't experienced or just randomly came to us and we mm-hmm. were like, we were just fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like looking within and being like, is this mine? And sometimes when I give Reiki sessions, um, I'll like write something down and they'll be like, well, I'm not struggling with that, but my partner is. So you absorbed their energy. Ooh. Yeah. So making sure. Is that what you call an empath? Is mm-hmm. that so? Yeah. I mean, we're all in the, at this very empathic at this table. Would you, you're, I mean, I know. I'm a sensitive, not an empath. Okay. I was going to say, well, I wanted to clarify because I know <laughs> she's not really that empathic. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I mean, I just, uh, I, I feel a lot. And so I don't, I couldn't do the, I couldn't do the Reiki. I'd probably be like, it, it would kill me probably. Oh. I know it's not awful. <laughs> Do I say that out loud? I should have said that. But we, Rob said to be vulnerable and honest. No, it's always <laughs> good it's to be like, vulnerable and be, honest. It would just be too much. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what it is. It's I mean, like I'm crying just my, thinking about it. I'm yeah. like, oh, no, I'm a Reiki person. It's like, how do I do it? It's like, for me, it's just putting on like my superhero suit and just like showing up. And um, it's just, when I became certified in Reiki, I just knew I was like, this is how I'm supposed to help people. And I always had a lot of love. And people used to tell me that I was giving it all away and stuff. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, I am meant to share this with other people. And Mm -hmm. Reiki is how I do it. And so I just like keep myself guarded and be like, this is how I choose to show up for you, for other people. How that calm is Danny is. So <laughs> freaking Jeez, beautiful. I know. <laughs> I just want to breathe that in. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I can give you some if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not on the show, but. <laughs> yes, please. Let's, Rob, let's do no kidding. <laughs> Rob's never had. But no, it, it's, it's, again, when we talk about energy, energetic self-care and all these, you know, different healing modalities, Reiki's definitely one of those, it's not even up and coming. It's, it's becoming. It's the now. It's the now. More yes. people are talking about it, just like acupuncture, just like yoga. Those were kind of. More for more foreign. I mean, are doing it on pets. I mean, when it's covered in your health insurance, like when I saw when acupuncture started being covered on your health insurance, um, the minute Reiki gets on that, I'd be like, okay, we are really making a big shift. That'll be amazing. Yeah. When you were getting, it's far behind. Yeah, I don't think it's that far either. It's definitely coming. Yeah, because even when you go to like really like maybe bougie spas, like it's Mm -hmm. it's being offered. It's being offered everywhere. It's she just heard the word bougie. Is that a right? Did I say it right? No. I mean, no, yes, you did. Okay. But I just think it's funny. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was in your vocab. Because, a backstory, sometimes I say things the wrong way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do that thing. Like, oh, did I just say it right? Um, but you're seeing it more and more being offered. I want to go back to when you said, when you had it done on you. Mm-hmm. And when she said, oh, you got some stuff in there. How did that make you feel, like, first of all, it was like Leslie was talking about that validation. You're like, mm-hmm. yes, there is something there. Like, like kind of go back there a minute. I want to talk more about that. Yeah. So, the, <laughs> so actually, the first time she said that, I was like, 
what kind of demons do I yeah. got going on in there? Like, <laughs> was I possessed? Yeah. So that that was honestly like the first thing that I thought of. But um, I guess looking at back on it now, it kind of just makes me think of um, the hidden moments of what I discovered through uh, hypnotherapy, mm. um, which was if I can be vulnerable on here, like I was like molested at the age of 10 and raped at the age of four and stuff. And mm. my psyche um, shield that away from me to know. Mm. And so when I was forced to move into a new environment, my body was reacting, but my mind shielded from me. So I was mm. like, what is happening? Protect you were out of resonance. Yes. Mm. And so through hypnotherapy, I recently discovered what it was. And I think that's the things that um who gave me reiki was so when they do away. the reiki and they discover and you would discover something is then is a plan set in motion where you would be advising someone to see a nutritionist or or other modalities whether it be therapy or other i mean does it open up a whole nother you know open more doors to other healing modalities is absolutely it, yeah. um i recommend so many other practitioners either through the soul shape app or through the community here in wilmington and um like recently my most recent uh reiki practice was actually on my boyfriend and um i was like over in his like chest uh heart chakra area and i was like you need to see a doctor on your lungs so uh just because like he used to smoke in the past and um now he does vaping but he has like these weird coughs every oh, once in a vaping. while yeah. Jeez Louise. And so Such for me, I had like this sense. I'm like, you should go get this checked out. And now, obviously, everything is a suggestion or a recommendation, but it's like fully up to you if you want to go to those next steps or not. Maybe. Do you think, Leslie, like Reiki's a good first one when we, we were talking about an episode? How do you get started? Where do I begin? How do I choose a modality? For sure. Like Reiki would be like, that would be a first, like. I think it's an easy. It's an easy, if someone was interested in energy healing, mm -hmm. I think it's an easy one to... A good introduction. A good introduction to energy healing. And then they can go to anything else from there because it presents a foundation to understand and see if you agree, Danny. When you have those energy healings, it's a subtle energy. And I would say to people, you know, to be mindful of a thought that may come to your mind while it's happening or a, a you know a tingle in a, a a particular part of the body, or you know an emotional reaction. Like I was, and this isn't Reiki, but I was on uh, an acupuncture thing, and I got the word horror in my head, which is such a weird word to pop into your head. Mm. But there was some energy being moved that had to do with horror. So I'm I'm assuming it's a similar with with Reiki. Yes. <laughs> it is hard, yes. <laughs> yes. And would you yes. agree that it's probably a good one if someone wanted to try energy healing for the first time and not understand it or is a little spooked by it, that that would probably mm -hmm. be the easiest and most gentle honestly, one of them? Honestly, um, I recommend letting me show them energy. So I actually offer this. I can show someone how to feel their own energy mm. and, um, and how to feel when they're in balance and not in balance. 
And I'm not going to certify them and, and all that, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I can show them that if they're curious. Mm-hmm. And if they want to take it to the next step to a full Reiki session, we can go into that. But I'll start out with, let me show you what to look for. So if you're curious, mm-hmm. I also think that um, if you're new to if you're new to spirituality or these type of services, starting out with probably your astrology and your human design and just learning more Jesus. about yourself. Yeah. And then um, maybe going to learning how to read the energy like I was talking about and then the Reiki and then open the door to other possibilities Those if you so choose. great suggestions. Well, the other possibilities, Danny also does elemental space clearing and we love that. Yeah. We do. I mean, Leslie does it, you do it in your house like like twice, like once a what year. What I like to do is um, at the beginning of the year, like January, the first week mm-hmm. in January, I do a space clearing with another girlfriend of mine. She was actually, we did past life regressions together. Oh, beautiful. So, um, past she, life detective. She's called the past Buffy. life detective. <laughs> but, her name is Buffy. But I like at the beginning of the year. That way you clear out all the Christmas guests and stuff. Yeah. And you start the year and the house just sparkles. So I try to, I didn't do it this year for some reason. Um, um, but, I try to set one every year at the beginning of the year just so you start the, the year fresh and clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your space is clear of any of that energetic residue that occurs with family visits or other visits. And then you start the year with some momentum. Yeah, that's so, beautiful. That's what I do. Um, I try to do it once a month. Just be- wow, that'd yeah. be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like to do it once a month, like the beginning of the month, just cleansing out anything. I also do my Reiki sigils at the both entrances of my doors, as well as Mm. blowing salt and cinnamon into the, um, into the house. One, Mm. the salt for protection, cinnamon for abundance. Mm. Um, So I'll do that as well. But making sure that when you are cleansing that you're hitting each corner, because that is where like energy likes to get stuck. Mm. You can also place um, like crystals in the bottom of each corner of the house as well. That's also important. When I do um, a lot of cleansings as well, I'll also apply Reiki to the house. Now, Reiki, you can apply to anything. It doesn't have to be just a person. So Mm -hmm. I can apply it to the house. And I also go through with my sound bowl just to get a little extra pizzazz. But... (laughs) No, there's a resonance to that, you know, because there's... I think science is really coming around with frequencies and healing. So I'm sure there's a frequency to... To certain places on earth that's why we have vortexes right and i'm sure the sound at a vortex versus a sound on say my property or someone's apartment would have a different tone and tonality Mm. which i can't wait till we get there with science and play with tones from a scientific level because i love that part Mm -hmm. but from a spiritual part i'm there you know well even if you're not we talk about we're all embracing the woo and all these are like we're having a very wooful conversation there's some people if you know (laughs) And people who are very close, good friends, family, if I, they, they would at this table just be like, I'm going to go get a drink or I'm going to be like, they would just check out because this, yeah. this is just not part of their, their mentality. And, but yet, um, these are the same people, close members of my family, when we were moving into a home, our home, you know, our, um, a close personal family 
person had died in that room, mm -hmm. in that house. Yeah. And we were all kind of feeling, should, is this the right move? Should we move into this house? I, I still think of that. And I'm like, well, let's get, let's just clear, we'll clear the house, do an elemental split, we'll do a clearing. And that just gave every, everyone was like down with that. I'm like, don't worry, this place is all good energy. It's all good. It's clean. It's clear. And that just, it never got brought up again. And never, it just, maybe just gave everyone peace of mind. But that always makes me think, see, we're all a little woo. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point. It's like, or just, there's a reason why you like me or I birthed you or you married me. <laughs> Because, yeah. I mean, if you, you can't be so far removed. Yeah, and even with people who are religious, I mean, if you really think about it, that's also woo. Yeah. So. <laughs> it is. If you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Someone created a world in seven days. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's uh, just really cool with how much your intentions can, can impact your space. Thank you. I like I like the idea of a once a month elemental space clearing. That would be, I mean, if everyone's getting their houses clean, if you're hiring a maid, why don't you just add that onto the? I mean, not everyone's hiring a maid. I clean my own house. I'd like a maid. Um, but for the hard I, days, yes. yes, for the hard days. But I just God, I just I feel like the I definitely feel the energy in a house. And I love that you said it's like doing Reiki on a house. It's like, or it is. Reiki. It is. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like it a lot. We need to do that more. You need to do it when you go back home, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. And you can even do it more frequent if you need to. Like, um, like let's say, so, like, uh, my roommate, love her to death. But when she gets upset, <laughs> sometimes um, just because of how intense her energy is, mm -hmm. it can get stuck. So right. sometimes um, when she's going through something, I go behind her and I'm, like, cleansing the house. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, just to bring some more love in. <laughs> If I ever have an argument with my husband and he like we, That's what you need it, to it, do. It, it, he comes back, he's like, nice sage all through the house. So I'm like, I've saged the home type yeah. thing. I'm like, let's clear all that energy up. But yeah, my, I just my dad um would always uh, say to me, he would he was like, Why do you burn that stuff? It smells like so smoke. And I was like, It's working. It's working. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> if someone doesn't like um, the smell of sage or how you cleanse your house, that means that that person's not meant to be in your energetic field. So oh, just learn something. Yeah. So mm. if someone's like reacting to it in a negative way, that's supposed to keep them out. So what if it's in your own house and you don't like the smell? Is it telling you that I need to sell my house? I mean, you can look inward or you can pick a different mm. uh, or you can try a, a couple more things until you make that decision. Mm. You that's, can not, try. that's not true for me. I'm just curious because yeah. there was there was periods where I, it took me a while to build the relationship with Sage. Yeah. You know, to and I have one girlfriend who's a healer. Hates it. Mm. Hates it. That's OK. Hates it. I used it. I mean, it used to, I used to travel a lot for work um, and being in so many different hotel rooms. Mm -hmm. It kind of became my like <laughs> my like my cult, like my guardian angel. I had my, my acting coach. Yeah. And who's like comedy when I did um, stand up comedy. I'm going to give a shout out to Sandy Seashore and because she was so spiritual. She's passed on. So Sandy, if you're hearing me, but she's like. She told me, LJ, take this stage wherever you go and wherever you can just hit all the corners in your hotel room and you'll be fine. And it just got me through all those years of travel. I love that. It was really nice. I'm looking at you because that was so long ago. It was long ago when yeah. I was an auto show girl traveling from town, I mean, in stand up comedy. It was like last century I know. stuff. Sandy Seashore, famous, yeah. family owns the comedy store, daughter of Sammy Shore. I'm going on a tangent. I'm sorry, but that's interesting, isn't it? 
but your you brother's can try, probably sure. You can mm-hmm. try different um, different modalities. So you can try like palacento. You can try mm-hmm. different incense. You don't have to just do sage. See, Some people don't want to use sage because um, they feel like they're disrespecting indigenous people. Um, you could do. Um, you could do, like I said, your own intention of cleansing the space, using your own energy to mm. bring in the love and the light into mm-hmm. your home, shielding it out. Yeah. So whatever. And you can see what works best for you. Wow. Well, where are we right now? I think I'm going to do a soul stretch right now, a quick soul stretch. And, and Danny, you're probably like, what, is that? what does that mean? So it's like after we've had our conversation, we just want to, you know, it's like, it's like a closing, you know. Okay. So stretch our souls. Like, what was your, you know, takeaway, Leslie, from this conversation today? I think we can do a little bit of explanation on soul stretch. Oh, yeah, it's where we've, do. like, <laughs> stretched our minds, stretched our feelings, stretched something in, in our beliefs, in our conversations, in our understandings. So that's why we call it a soul stretch. A soulful oh, stretch. Yeah. So, um, and we're all doing that all the time because through conversations mm-hmm. and energy exchanges, um, we all are always, you know, learning more, bending more. You know, so it's 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 being flexible, right? So go ahead. You have a soul stretch. I mean, no, you go ahead first. I because I, you explain that so well. Well, I think it's the thing I learned about sage that mm-hmm. I mentioned a while ago that if 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 it's working, it's because someone's not vibing with the smell that they're not meant to be in that space. So that's where I stretched. I think that was kind of cool. I learned some. I learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Laura. That no, so I and well, it's also just that Reiki can be it's just not on people, it's on a home. And it's also you can design your own <clears throat> like this age, your own different scents and smells, however you're gonna take that energy. Yes. For the good. So that's a big takeaway for me too. It's like we you know, you we always want to follow rules and what it has to be. And I kind of like, you know, that's what gives it that personal touch. Yeah. It makes it your own, which gives you happiness. You I know? think rules are um, good, but also I feel like they can be stretched um, as well. I think the biggest thing is just your intention, and That's a good one. and where the source of your intention comes from, and you can do so much with that. The source of your intention. Well, love we're that. gonna close on that wonderful thought, Miss Danny. I mean, I just everything. I love it. Look at her just sitting here. For those who, I mean, I know. Go, she's on, like, go she's on the like YouTube channel. She's, she's, she's like, she looks. She's apart. got her crystal. She she's got her hat. She's got her black outfit. She's and vibing. So, thank you, Danny. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Signal Fire Media, and to all our listeners. We really believe wellness starts within, and I'm locking unlimited possibilities with energetic healing. We want you to embrace the woo, dabble, dive, or discover your next healing experience on the Soul Shape app. You can book with Danny on soulshape.app, and she has a variety of different services, healing services from Reiki to elemental space clearing, just all kinds of cool things, even oracle readings. All links available in the show notes. We hope you enjoyed this soulful stretch, and join us again for more magical, soulful, energetic healing conversations on the Soul Shape app. Goodbye. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Oh, my big sister says like and subscribe. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Bye. Bye. Thank you.